welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Glenn, what was the top story for you today? Easter worshipers losing their life while worshiping Easter. Mm. I don't, I don't well, think they worship. Terrible tragedy. Worship. Yeah, that's People don't worship Easter, worshipers. though. Oh, no, no. I, I learned about it yesterday in the press. Uh, everybody yeah. on news media. You know, there's Islamists, there's Christians, there's Jews, and then apparently there's Easter worshipers. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Still. I have an update on our ongoing jihad against statues that I'd like to bring to the table. Oof. Uh, okay. Wow. This is a good one. <laughs> All right, Jeffy. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the uh, Dallas County, which uh, this building actually sits in, uh, Dallas County, uh, the district attorney. And his, uh, I thought district attorneys were supposed to prosecute crimes. I thought we learned that. No. That one is an unbelievable story. Uh, lots We're to about to lose into. Texas. I don't think America understands <laughs> I know. the ramifications of losing Texas. But it has gone insane here. Yeah. Uh, all right. First, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. American Financing is a company that I've been doing business with since right after the crash. They wanted to do business with me before the crash, and I said, I don't believe in you know, any mortgage company. And they're like, no, we, we agree with you. We're not like that at all. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you all suck. Uh, apparently they not. No, they didn't. Uh, they didn't suck because the people who took out mortgages through American Financing did not go through the trouble that everybody else went through. American financing, they work for you, and that's the key. They uh, are not on um, um, commissions. They work on salary. They don't take kickbacks from the bank, so they're going to find the right loan for you. You're looking to refi. You're looking to buy a new home, whatever it is. You can qualify within 10 minutes, closes in as fast as 10 days. It's a family-owned and operated business. Now national, it's AmericanFinancing.net. The number's at the bottom of the screen. All right, Glenn, uh, you said Easter worshipers. That's a, a separate category now. So Easter worshipers uh, were, were, of course, killed worshiping Easter uh, <laughs> in Sri Lanka. Um, and what kills me about this, I just did a whole half hour on it on my show. And what kills me about this is uh, we knew that it was Muslims. We knew that it was Muslims in, in New Zealand. And we knew that it was a white guy. And we knew that it had something to do with hatred. Uh, and we also knew that it was, you know, that was spreading all throughout Christianity. Even though that was one killer, one guy, a lone guy, proven to be alone, and an atheist. He was the guy that was making us question, you know, America. And can white people really be trusted with, you know, Muslims just walking around without body armor on? Uh, we went through all of that. They made such a big deal. And it was a big deal in, in New Zealand. That's a huge number of people anywhere, but especially in New Zealand. So I don't want to diminish that at all. But I do want to say this was the second largest terrorist attack since 9-11, 500 people went to the hospital, 300 killed, and it was targeting Christians, and it was Muslims doing it. It was Islamists. Let me be very clear. It was Islamists that did it. And we will not talk about it. We just, they, they won't say that Christians were killed. It was Easter worshipers. It is vital that we talk about the targeting of Christians. Christians are being targeted in China, in Burma, in, in uh, Africa, in the Middle East, all throughout Europe. 1,800, 1,800 religious crimes reported in um, 
uh, Europe just last year, 1,800. Out of that, over 1,300 were Christians. 1,100 were Christian churches being burned and desecrated. That's just in Europe last year. And last week, they make me to feel like I'm some criminal or some horrible person for saying, hey, I just want to remind you, ISIS said they were going to burn this this uh, cathedral down. It was crazy last week. Nine bombs went off in Sri Lanka this week. And you don't hear anybody in the press talking about radicalized Islam. I'm not talking about Muslims. I'm talking about Islamists. There's a huge difference. And unless we pay attention and name our enemy, we are destined to lose. And it is the Islamists, the socialists, the anarchists, the communists that are working together to destabilize the Middle East, which will spread then to Europe to destabilize Europe, and eventually here in the United States. And the last piece is happening right now on our border. We are being destabilized by those four groups. Name them, or we're never going to survive. I found it fascinating that uh, in uh, Sri Lanka they also uh, stopped social media yeah. for our safety or for their safety, mm-hmm. to stop the spread of lies and misinformation. Okay. <laughs> just seems like maybe you want people to communicate about the bad stuff that's going on. No, they wanted to make sure they stopped the, the bad news about uh, who might have perpetrated that, which is kind of strange because it would almost be like if somebody said, if it was... An Islamist that pulled something off. The government wouldn't, wouldn't want that out there. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's also interesting that you, being able to actually realize the truth, which is we are vulnerable to these things, and no matter how much we say we want to stop them, we're never going to be able to stop them. Um, and we say, you know, because, I mean, this is, Sri Lanka, in a way, is a, is a left-wing fever dream. Like, it's it ultimate control from the government. They are able to make it so you can't get guns. Obviously, you can't get bombs. Uh, in fact, when we are worried about certain people communicating and maybe com- uh, scheduling things and uh, co- collaborating via text message and, and social media, we can shut them down. I mean, imagine if right. the left had that power. They wouldn't, even, they wouldn't even outwardly ask for that power in the United States. Yet they have all that power in Sri Lanka, and it still happened, right? And it still happened to a point where it was five times as bad as what happened in, uh, in New Zealand. And like, you know, when you went over this, it was a really interesting segment on, the, uh, on Glenn's show tonight when they went over the, the restrictions. You have to go to the government and say, I have a specific need for a firearm. You can't, they don't just give them out. There are, there are no places to buy firearms in, this, in the country you to, have to get you one. Have, yeah, you have to say, um, they'll, <laughs> they'll issue you, for instance, eight bullets. Eight. You don't okay. go into a store and buy them. You, you have eight bullets. Here are the eight. So what you get for a lifetime? or uh, you, When you shoot them, you have to explain and account why you shot so them. It is a lifetime. And you bring those bullets back in. If you only have seven, you only get seven bullets. Are there, like, there are reasons that are acceptable and reasons that are not acceptable yes. to shoot them? Uh, yeah, there are. Um, and, and, and for owning them as well. Like, for example, uh, old people can't get them. Like, legitimately, it's written into the law, old, old people. people. Is, that's the wording. That's what it says. Old people. <laughs> yes. Get Young kids and old people. I, no, I don't know what that age breakup is, but that's kind of an interesting well, thing. You know, it's a little subjective. I think the minute just... you start saying, get off my lawn, yeah, they <laughs> do lose your right to guns in Sri Lanka. <laughs> so, and, and it's an interesting exercise in that 
um, you know, people go and they can't get these guns. In fact, when you buy them, you actually buy them from the government. You're not buying them from a store. You're, you're, no, no, no. And, and they you don't also, buy them. They pick them. They pick the one you they think will they fit your needs They say, this best. is the gun that will be yeah. best for you. That's so, like my, my parents went to a dog breeder, and they did that with the dog. <laughs> yeah, they told you, this is the breed that's right for you? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what this, this is. This is the puppy that's right for you. That's how restrictive that with guns. the laws are here. I mean, they're to, to, the, you know, to the left of anything proposed in the United States. And they had control. And, you know, they didn't use guns. They used bombs. Does that make anybody yeah. feel better? Are we, is that a win? Did we win this one? Because only 300 people died. I mean, in a way, you'd wonder if, like, if they had guns, would they have tried to do it with guns and killed less? Who knows? Right. It's possible. Um, I, I think it's, a, it's just one of those things that we have to realize this is the brilliance, I think, of the founders, is, you know, they realized and, and recognized human fallibility. And, we, you know, people are going to be wrong and people are going to be awful. And those two things are constant throughout humanity from the beginning of time, and you can't legislate them out of existence. They're the going to occur. the only thing that we have found in the human course of events that tempers that is faith. Specifically, the Ten Commandments and the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Those are the only two things that have tempered all of mankind. The entire Western world had been tempered. It had gone bad, but when, only when it falls out of line with what that doctrine teaches. If that doctrine is true, like it has been in America at times, it frees the slaves. It writes the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. It, it, um, it corrects the mistakes with the civil rights movement in the 1960s. When that, that Christianity, that Judeo-Christian value is really truly understood and embraced, it makes things work better. We are destroying it. And what we have been, I mean, before, how many years have they gradually just been taking? I don't think more? there's much left. Uh, Stu, I want to move on to, you said our jihad on statues? Yes, it's very important. If we don't tear all the bad statues down, then no one will ever be free. Uh, and I think that's in the Constitution or something. Uh, I like to play this as the stop-go game. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, so I'm just going to say stop-go. Okay. You go ahead and tell the story. So uh, Kate Smith, who is a very famous singer and uh, maybe most famous for her version of God Bless America, which has been played at you know, sporting events all over the country, most famously the, the Philadelphia Flyers, but really the New York Yankees is where I, I know it from. It's a very famous version. She's very pro-American, did all sorts of wonderful things, you know, raising money for war bonds and, and all of this. Stop. Sounds like a good person, right? Yeah. Sounds like a good person. Okay. They, want, they want to tear down her statue. Yeah. Go. Okay. Um, so now they want to stare down her, her statue, and that seems really bad. And as I read the story, I was like, are they really going after now this woman who's going to tear down this, this woman in her statue? It's ridiculous. This is typical left. What did she say? Something controversial in the 1930s or something. And then I read on, and I was like, okay, See. here are the lyrics of the song that she was singing, and I kind of felt like, well, maybe you don't want that statue up. Here they are, and here's Jeff Fisher to read them. <laughs> Someone had to pick the cotton. Someone had to pick the corn. Someone had to slave and be able to sing. That's why darkies were born. Oh. Ooh. And I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, stop. Stop. <laughs> okay. Stop. Oh, man. Okay, if we stop here, we're all in agreement, right? Uh, we yeah. stopped before we were all in agreement. Yes. Yeah. She was a great American. She did a lot of great stuff. We stop here. 
Oh, holy, holy cow. cow. There's wow, no doubt no. the statue. I can't see it anymore. No statue. <laughs> yeah. No statue. Was she wearing a hood while singing the song? <laughs> right. Go. She, no, she was not. Why? Because she was uh, actually uh, is a part of a larger uh, situation. But basically, it was a satirical song to make fun of racists. So it's a song, think about this, it's a song to mock how dumb racists are. And it was sung by civil rights movement members. Yeah, activists, blacks, huh. uh, who, who actually at the time sang the song they to like, show how dumb. I guess somebody has to pick the cotton, that's why we were born. Right, okay? that was the actual tone of the song. Um, and you know, she sang, I believe it was over 3,000 songs. Um, there's one other song in which, very early in her career, had it was part of a movie, and she was uh, it was uh, it was another sort of like slang racist term of the time, and it, it mentioned things like watermelons, and it was I mean certainly by our, ter- our, our terms today, today very very racist, but at the time it wasn't necessarily thought of that way. It was a different time, and it doesn't excuse the racism, obviously. Um, but, but I mean that one is not this. That was not that one, right? Like so. Really, it's this one song that's the center of the controversy, and it was actually designed to mock racists. Now, we're going to now go 60 years into the future, or actually 70, 80 years into the future, and say, okay, the satire of that time is now off limits. We're taking in our minds and converting it from satire to real commentary of these people, um, like Kate Smith. And now they're taking down her statue. At They're not playing her, her song anymore at Flyers games. They're taking out her statue outside of the Yankee, uh, Yankee Stadium. Now, other than the fact that uh, the Yankees are horrible and I want bad things to happen to them, um, it's just one of those situations where... We are going to lose. We're going to lose where we're going. I mean, we we talked about Amy Schumer, who have, we've talked about before. Oh, we got as, a great game tomorrow. Oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah. This is uh, Sh- uh, Amy or the Clan. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play that tomorrow. Because if you go back and listen, particularly to Amy Schumer's early commentary uh, uh, comedy, which at times is brilliant. Yeah. Um, it is also incredibly racist if you don't read it in the voice of her mocking someone who's racist. The point of it is to show how dumb racists are. That's the whole point of it. But if we're going to just allow ourselves to remove the context of these comments, and, you know, like, what do we do now Like with things like, uh, you know, Blazing Saddles and, and all these, like, brilliant pieces of commentary that, show, that did a great job taking uh, racism and taking it out of the, 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 the idea that it was a legitimate idea that people actually had, a real philosophy that was around for way too long, and turning it into something that we just laughed at, right? Like it was something that should be mocked and discarded. And comedy did a lot of that work. I mean, that did a lot of that work with Nazism. It did a lot of that work with all Mel of Brooks, the, yeah. the Inquisition. Exactly. Like this is like, historically has done incredible effort as far as pop culture goes to to discard these awful movements and ideologies. But someone, so, and now we're going to somewhere, deny. sometime, may see that statue. No, too. that's not why it's and down. Get triggered. I can I can guarantee you, it's not because of triggering. It is to fundamentally transform mm. our traditions, our language, I mean, our language, our history. Our history. God bless America. That's the song she was known for. Mm. God bless. America. There is two problems with that sentence <laughs> to a lot of people on the left. Destroy her, you've destroyed the song. Yeah, and well, and just true. quickly to add on to that, because if she if there was racism in their t- in this time, and of course there was serious racism, it almost entirely flowed from progressives. This is the height of the progressive era. It's the height of eugenics, which led to the Nazi movement. 
And it all came from the progressive side of the argument at that time. And now they're going to blame, essentially, the other side, the American patriotic side, as the problem here. Even though this wasn't an example of racism. But if it was an example of racism, uh, they, they're, to, they're targeting it that way. It's, it's, I said okay. to Stu, the minute I heard this this morning, I said, find out who she was hanging out with. Because I assumed she was progressive. Mm-hmm. And she might, you know, she, we she might find out maybe. she still is. Mm-hmm. But at that time period, that's Margaret Sanger Central. That is the worst of the worst progressives. And they'll, they'll have a statue of Margaret Sanger, and we keep that up because we don't necessarily agree with everything that she said and did. But Kate Smith? What are we, insane? God bless America. You sound like one of those Easter worshipers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before, before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Glenn, you've had great experience with Relief Factor. Hey, how you feeling? Uh, <laughs> this weekend in particular, right? It was a big uh, Relief Factor weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't feeling, uh, wasn't feeling so good last weekend or last you know, part of the week. Yes, you abandoned uh, us in the middle of the Mueller yeah, report. I, 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 I contend he just did. didn't want to read it. I did. Uh, <laughs> right? Oh, my god! He wasn't sick at all. He just wanted to bail on the 500-page report. That's it. That's We're impossible. on to you, Glenn Beck. Glenn, I can't, <laughs> We're believe, on to you. I can't believe they're calling you out on that. Glenn. So anyway, so uh, here's the thing. Um, I started taking Relief Factor because my wife, oh, she's like... I don't, that's not how your wife sounds. I've heard her close. Well, I hear it. Close. Anyway, uh, so she was, uh, she, you know, because I was really in a bad place. And I said, I just can't do it anymore. And she said, then please just try this. And I'm like, it's not going to work. It's 100% natural. It doesn't have some sort of bad chemical in it. It's not going to work. Uh, and I'm a guy who literally ha- I have woken up on the operating table Twice. You want, you want to talk about anesthesiologists freaking out? I have very little memory of it. I just remember them both doing this. <gasps> That's anyway. Uh, so a lot of stuff doesn't work for me. This does, and it's 100% natural. It's drug-free. Please, if you're in pain, this reduces the inflammation, and it will work. It works for 70% of the people who try it. Try the quick start now, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call the number at the bottom of the screen. All right, Jeffy, the uh, Dallas County District Attorney's... John Crusoe, nice guy, just uh, the new District Attorney for Dallas County. Very nice guy. He's decided that, look, if you are caught stealing something under $750 worth of goods, like let's say baby food or diapers or things that you might need to live by... No, but if you, if you were to have baby food and crack, okay, okay you still right. you're still in need. Right, fine. Yeah, uh, where he's not going to prosecute you. He's yeah. announcing this. Get out of here! Oh, yeah. yeah, he announced it's, it this week. Just get out of here. No, we're not going to prosecute you. You're you're fine. Look, I, uh, the businesses uh, are are not happy. Uh, the police department are not happy because they still have to go through all the processes 
you know, if they if the police arrest you, you know, wh- they, why are they going to go through all the merchandise and all the goods if so they're not going to be prosecuted? Steal, what happens if you steal sneakers and clothes because you have to have them for yes, school? Absolutely, That's, then you're good. You won't be charged. You won't be. He, will, he will not prosecute. That you is insanity. And, and I think it wasn't That's the socialism. The actual. Oh yeah, the actual wording was as long as it's not for financial gain. Yeah, it was. Uh, he talked about uh, people that uh, that needs it. You know, the the needs of the people. Mm-hmm. So they weren't. If you were then out go with, these, with to the a family, charity mm-hmm. and get it. What are we? <laughs> t- look at what we're doing. We are. We are systematically creating mob rule. You uh, you said that's socialism, and I thought you were going to go to a different S name, which is that's Seattle. We, we've been talking about this documentary, um, Seattle is Dying. It's a new uh, thing that came out from KOMO yeah. in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing something on it in the next couple of weeks. But it is, uh, it is, these are the type of things they did. Uh, they started taking crimes that were, you know, heady crimes and not prosecuting them. Yeah, yeah, someone's living out on the street. Someone's going to the bathroom in the street. What are you going to do? You can't do anything about that. They stopped prosecuting them. They stopped going after these right. people, including up until, like, buying drugs on the street and, well, they're necessary items. That was his line. That was his necessary line. Items. They're necessary items. Right. And I, I think, like, you start doing this, and this for is... For financial gain. Right. You, things get out of control fast. So you go into a Starbucks, and for you clean them out gain. with, you know, croissants. It's the only food me and my buddies have all day. We live out on the street. That's okay. Yeah. I think I'm, I mean, I was, he claims that it's it's done. It's not done by feelings. It's done by research. But then, on the other hand, he said there is no research, and he's going to have uh, he's going to try to have uh, you know a local. Yeah, we're going to have a local uh, university do the research to see if it does, in fact, create more crime, uh, create worse problems. I mean, even the governor, our governor of the great state of Texas, uh, Greg Abbott, uh, actually tweeted saying Dallas, uh, Dallas County District Attorney stokes crime by refusing to prosecute theft of personal items worth less than $750. If someone is hungry, they can just steal some food. If cold, steal a coat. Where does it end? It's wealth redistribution Amen. by theft. Would you do me a favor? Let's get let's get Governor Abbott on the radio tomorrow. Mm. I got to talk to him about um, this because I I have to tell you when we first moved down here, remember we moved down here because we were afraid we were losing Texas, yeah. and we thought, hey, we just want to be you know where it's free and everything else, and you know I'm sure people are wide awake, but it's getting a little rocky. It is starting to get oh, yeah. frightening here in Texas. How far these cities are moving? Well, and this, you know, this actually, I mean, this television studio sits in Dallas County. Thank you. Uh, so I would like to say that, you know, get some baby food around because if I take a TV out of here, I'm going to have some baby food with me too. So. <laughs> I mean, it really is amazing, though. This just like laws don't matter anymore here. We've got uh, illegal immigrants coming in, and we've got the left saying it's fine. Mm-hmm. Laws don't matter there. Mm-hmm. We've got Hot. now. Right. Pot. He's also he's not going to prosecute. Misdemeanor, misdemeanor marijuana. He's not prosecuting I mean, that. Why and have he's laws? going back. He's going back to crimes that were uh, taken care of before he took office. And just get rid of those. I think we need to start selling uh, T-shirts and like you know sticker books that just say seven hundred and fifty-one dollars on them. So just like you can just put it on all your stuff. <laughs> it's just seven hundred fifty-one dollars. But it's on sale. But it's on sale today yeah. for twelve ninety-nine. I think if I own a store, that's what I would do. It's like everything's seven hundred fifty-one dollars. And when someone comes in and asks to buy it, you just say, yeah, it's just it's twelve ninety-nine today only. <laughs> like the dollar store. It's a great yeah. deal. Seven hundred and fifty-one dollar store. Like <laughs> you can't rip off anything. Yeah. Sorry, you're screwed. Ugh. I wish. I mean, it would be nice if we lived in a place that made. Uh, that made sense. And in the fact that that's happening in Texas, now look, Dallas is a city. 
they voted very. They've been voting left for a very long time. This Absolutely. is not new, but this is the result of when you do that. What happens? And now you have people. This is a very large city. I mean, look, look. I if mean, you, you know, we're. I mean, talk, t- we're talking about the just the the land oh, alone. Yeah. Right. This is a large city, and these cities in Texas are growing so rapidly. We re- lose Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin. We're done. You're done. Yeah, you're. you're it over. doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. You, it's all those people from California. I love working here. This is so fun. Uh, if you guys have not yet already, go to uh, iTunes, wherever you get your late or wherever you get your podcasts. I know there's like a billion of them now. Uh, go there and subscribe to the podcast and rate us. How many stars do they give you? Like five. Yeah. Give us ten. Yeah. Right it actually, it actually, when you when you subscribe, rate, and review, it helps other people discover it, and that's really important. Yeah, I mean, because think about all of the people who exist right now who might not know that this show even happens. Yeah. That would that's be a really crazy. sad life. Billions and billions. That would be a sad life. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just the poor side. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. There was a uh, presidential election in the Ukraine this weekend. Yes, and uh, now that no one is listening anymore, I will uh, <laughs> tell you about it. Uh, <laughs> I guess who the hell, you know, no one cares, right? Wow. Um, sad, but it's true. I don't, uh, hold on. Yeah. Wow. Can we go back a second yeah. to where you said nobody's listening anymore? Well, no, what I'm saying is, like, once you introduce it as it's a presidential, presidential election in Ukraine, everyone's like, oh, okay. Ukraine, Ukraine presidential election. Oh, oh click. click. Because, you know what, look, we were very selfish here and self-centered, and uh, honestly, I don't fault people for that. I mean, we should be caring about our country before other countries. This one, though, is but interesting because... This is the Ukrainian presidential election. It is. And okay. it, I will say, uh, <laughs> Ukraine, uh, first of all, the history of Ukraine is insane. Um, but what's going on with Russia is obviously a big part of our interest, um, and that's a big part of it. As well as they had this quirky thing happen where they had a uh, comedian who played a president on TV who kind of like somehow became president, like, you know, kind of crazy twists and turns, and a comedian becomes president, and no one can believe it. Um, so in real life, he ran for president and uh, beat up on, on the actual sitting president. I think it was 73 to, you know, 20-something. Um, destroyed him in the election so bad that even before the results came in, the guy uh, conceded. The, the exit polls were that bad for him. Um, what's crazy about this one? TV star as a president. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, and I, first of all, thank you, Jeffy, because a lot of people were like, I can't believe these Ukrainians. All right, like, look, a reality show host is our president. Okay, I mean, like, whether you like him or not, Have like, let's not say already? it's crazy that right. an entertainer. Not to mention Ronald Reagan was a movie star, though that transition was different. And I think that's what's interesting here is, where Trump. As much as he was, yes, a reality show contestant, he also threatened or almost ran for president about 100 times. times. He was yeah. very much involved in politics in the United States for a long time, uh, very tied into the system, t- to his own word. Um, uh, here, 
you, you had, and Reagan was like, Reagan was, yes, he was an actor, but then he had a real career as, as first of all, office, a conservative yeah. ideologue, like a, a well-read, almost like a, a think tank leader for conservatives for a long period of time, at least as a communicator, and then became governor and then, of, of course, president. Here, this guy was, he has no experience whatsoever in government. He comes in and gets swept into the, to their version of the White House by I mean, huge numbers. And what I thought was really interesting about it was, like, let's just say a parallel situation happens in the United States. Not, not Trump as much, but, like, someone like, let's say a Penn Jillette ran for president. Like, Penn Jillette is a guy that is really smart and a, a hardcore libertarian sort of ideologue, um, which, by the way, I say that with uh, genuine affection. Like, I think ideologues are good. Uh, so I think I, that's not a that's not a knock on pen at all. I think that's a good thing. Um, so, but he's someone that if he ran for president, he's really funny and he swears a lot and, and, and he would do magic tricks while president. But you'd know what you're getting out of him policy wise. With this guy in Ukraine, he's not. He has like no defined plans as to what he's doing. And this is from reporters in Ukraine. It's not just me saying this. They're saying like, look, this guy came out and kind of announced he was he was against corruption. And he wanted to end the war with Russia, though he said, I don't know how exactly, but we really want to find a way to end the war with Russia, which is a great yeah, aspiration. The people said, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and they just said, let's look, it can't get any worse than this. Right. I would remind people that uh, Hindenburg wasn't particularly popular, but it got worse after that. You can always do worse than the guy you have. Uh, so that's not always a good rule. But what I thought was really interesting is if you had a uh, comedian running for president here, what would be his main advantage? television right like he'd be able yeah. to go on tv he'd be great in interviews if they'd be funny and like you'd understand why they relate to the people this guy's avoided the press for six months he's not doing any interviews he's not talking about his plans he's avoided the press the entire time he did do one interview and the way he picked picked who to do the interview was he actually made them do a ping pong tournament <laughs> and the winner that's of the great. ping pong tournament got the interview i'm serious about this oh, that's great. now that he's won he started another ping pong tournament and whoever wins as the journalist gets the interview with the new incoming president uh -huh. of, of, of Ukraine. I respect that. I, first of all, think why not at this point. And I think that's most people. They're just like, you know what? This is so screwed up. We can't do any worse than this. Let's play some ping pong and it'll be funny. <laughs> and it, but it really happened in, in a major country. This is not a, a country, you know, you, you know, Ukraine is a big deal, right? Like, I mean, this is something that Woody has been. has got to love this, though. you got to believe that Putin yeah, sees this. likes it, right? I will say, too, yeah. I mean, like, so the. Two presidents ago was a very pro-Putin president. They threw him out in sort of a you know overthrow yeah. situation. Got this last guy in who was supposed to change it all up. We had this great revolution. Here we are. We're going to fix it. And then he was a disaster and had horrible approval ratings. So the, the thought is that this guy may be a lot more friendly with Putin again. Um, who knows? I mean, he doesn't. He says he's not going to be, but who knows? Kind of just an amazing story. I mean, I, every once in a while, you just got to step back and be like, this is a, a, a country in the middle in the nexus of a real international strife and importance, and now I've got some comedian running it with no no experience whatsoever. It's you kind know, of amazing. It just goes to show you, you just have to hit a country like right at the right time. Yeah. Right? Like Donald Trump hit us right, right at, at the, the right, right time. time, where we were coming off of eight years of Barack Obama, and we were like, we are so sick of yep. government. We want someone with no experience. Mm -hmm. And then this guy comes in. Doesn't even, I mean, it sounds like Trump at least had more policies thought out than this guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, Trump has written books on policy. Yeah. Now, those policies aren't the same policies at times that he's saying now. Some of it's consistent, some of it kind of isn't. Not he's all of it well. But I mean, this guy wins, say that, wins without any sort him. of any kind of policy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That seems dangerous. It seems like when you elect, I, look, 
you know, I made some of these arguments with Trump and it's worked out better than I, I would have hoped for. Uh, I think, you know, part of this is we are more resilient, at least in America, but we also have a fundamental constitution that protects us against a lot of the excesses of government, at least at some level. I don't know that Ukraine has that. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. Maybe he'll be the greatest leader of all time and we'll all have comedians in the future. I don't know. But if nothing else, it's a freaking interesting experiment. I want I want Donald Trump to take a take a page from his book and start making the press do like competitions be to interview him. Yes, I would love that ping pong tournaments just yes. to watch like you know all the you know fat reporters you know, swinging the ping pong paddles would be really funny. Yes, That'd yes, I look forward to that. If you could just go ahead and do that, mm-hmm. uh, President, that would be great. Not demeaning at all to the reporters. I mean, part of me um, is amazed that they would actually do it. I, I mean, don't. I imagine want Maggie the interview, Haberman right? playing ping pong. They want the interview though. Maggie Haberman and Jake Tapper they're going de- ping pong. They're demeaning enough to him on a consistent basis all the time. Yeah, I just, I mean, I've, like, look, if I'm a reporter and, and the president says, hey, play a ping pong match to see who interviews me, I say, no thanks, bud. I'll just cover your freaking administration. No, I'm, I'm not, okay, pl- that's I'm not fine. doing that. But, you know, but somebody else is going to play. So yeah, someone from, like, the equivalent else. of the Daily Mail or the National Enquirer yeah. is going to wind up playing in the tournament and get the real interview. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so today is Earth Day, which I Thank knew you. and didn't off air. Well, we're no, celebrating, right? Wonder if did, it was What did yesterday. you do for Earth Day today? That's my question. Um, what did you do? I cut down a tree and put celebrate. up my Earth Day tree in my house. You did? Yeah, and then I'll throw it out <laughs> in a couple of days. I mowed my lawn. I, oh. pr- I printed to the wrong printer everything I printed. <laughs> I, oh, Is I that what those there? pictures were? Yeah. That was, you shouldn't be printing those at work. Ooh, I threw away a bunch of plastic in the regular trash can. Nice. Oh, I, I felt really good about it. Again, fr- the recycling bin is just the name for trash can <laughs> okay. number two. Which you, you taught me. Whatever you need. Which you taught me. So that's why I was just like, I'm just going to throw this away. And it I love, I love the, really uh, the Earth Day uh, tweet from NASA, though, because NASA was wishing us a happy Earth Day. And uh, they reminded us that every day we have a fleet of space spacecraft orbiting our home planet that are always collecting data to help us better understand our dynamic world. And then it gives you a link to see how they study our home planet. I don't know that I like that. I mean, it's all, I mean, that's just what NASA has. That's not counting all the other satellites. That are Those are the ones you got to worry about, too. I mean, right. The NASA I mean, ones are the easy ones. I mean, but that's just like, thanks, NASA, but no, I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need your help. Yeah. All right. I tell you what, I'll, I'll plant a tree. We're good. <laughs> I won't, and I'll still <laughs> still complain. Um, uh, by the way, I tweeted today, if you happen to be on the Twitters, um, a link to the serial that we did uh, back in the day of Earth Day, which is one of my favorites. The, the story from the beginning of how it was founded and, and how it's being oh, treated that. today. Yeah, yeah. It's about uh, The whole thing runs about 40 minutes or so, if you want to uh, spend 40 minutes listening to the disaster of Earth Day, especially if you start at the beginning. If you don't know how Earth Day was founded and who it was founded by, yeah, did we, must, did we go in, in depth of the uh, of the guy that founded Earth Day oh, in yeah. that serial? Did we talk about him and him, his, uh, his, his, his struggles and his girlfriend? His, yeah, the, the murder and everything. Oh yeah, stuff. this is a murderer. Uh, but you should really go find this uh, find this story if you don't know it, because I mean, you know, this is a, it's a bizarre founding of a holiday by really terrible people. I mean, yes. I, you know, without question. Um, yet that lives on as if all children should sit here and worship at the at the altar of the earth, and uh, it's not healthy. Well, it's not we've got to do something. What was?
was that? Shut up. What was that when NBC did that whole like Green Week? Yes, Green Week. I don't know if they're doing that this week. Oh, I don't know either. I don't think so. The Green Week may have passed by. You know, that's too bad. I really enjoyed when they just. Lester Holt. I did like when they admitted it. Lester Holt might have taken the bull by the horns though at NBC. You the Lester Holt the Green Week. We shut that down. Before we go, you know, we were talking about Easter worshippers. Yes. We were talking about that whole deal. What happened in Sri Lanka, which was horrible. Um, and in fact, they were not worshiping Easter. They were worshiping Jesus. Um, but I found it very interesting that all of that was going on in Sri Lanka. And uh, instead, the press here was focusing on, uh, you know, Mueller. And oh, yeah. he had actually, you know, stepped out into public. Oh, and awful. you couldn't let him actually just worship Easter in peace, right? <laughs> You've got to disturb him. And uh, this is what uh, the NBC, NBC reporter. Sir. Yeah, MSNBC, right? Uh, sir, could you ask? A, could I ask you a couple of questions? We testify before Congress, sir. No, no comment. Are you sure about that, sir? No if no if he were anybody but the president, would Mr. Trump be indicted, sir? Now that you, now that you finished, now that you finished, the, uh, sir, why didn't you make a recommendation to Congress one way or the other, sir? Are you going on vacation? Unlock the, the attorney door. General no. accurately no. characterize your positions on conspiracy and obstruction? I gave her my keys to go to church. I, I think it's very it accurate to characterize uh, Director Mueller today as being tight-lipped. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's too accurate to say that you're a douche. That's so funny that you bothered him when he was trying to uh, have a uh, happy Easter with his family and go to church. <laughs> tight-lipped. Unreal. Unreal. I mean, it's Unbelievable. Not- uh, they, I mean, they just harassed this guy, and it's like, you know, he, it's not like he didn't he didn't do what they wanted him to do, right? He did a thorough investigation. He did not find the thing that you thought Trump was guilty of, right? But he did put a lot of stuff in there that probably made you pretty happy in the obstruction yeah. side. I mean, I don't know what Mueller was supposed to do here to please the left. I mean, he did a credible investigation. He found some things that he thought were pretty do rough. Do some bending and yeah. make sure that he, you yep. know, found that's Trump guilty of something that yeah. could stick. I know. And that's what they wanted. And that's what they wanted. And uh, they didn't get it because, you know, it wasn't there. I mean, it doesn't, I don't think it shines the most wonderful light in the world on Donald Trump's and his administration for multiple reasons. But that being said, it wasn't a crime. That's what we're talking about. A criminal action, and the, the idea that you're going to go to church and bother this guy as well, he's leaving. Yeah, they did this last week too. Uh, yeah. They hounded him when he came out of church too, because this is the only time that he comes out uh, in public where they can hound him. And I don't know that they asked him questions last week, but I know they, you know, they were all there filming him walking out of and church I mean, and everything. This is what we're going to get. These are the people who we're going to get. Who I mean, you know, I know he's special counsel, but just going into government, period, because that's what you get in return, right? He worked for two years on all of this report, and now he's going to get harassed by reporters. Oh, like, and that's that's his that's his prize. Yeah, and let's be honest this? about it too. It's not just that; it's being harassed by the right, who don't like that he did the report yeah, right. at all. It's being harassed by leftist activists, who and I know that's hard to separate from the media, but just for <laughs> grant me that. Um, you know, that they don't think he did enough. I mean, there's no way to win. Why would you bother? Right. You know, and that's that's what happens. I mean, it happens a lot with, you Why know. Why would you bother? I 35 mean, or $40 million? How much did he it was tw- It was $25 million oh, for the report, but he didn't make on. that. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't of course his, not, no. That wasn't his salary. Yeah, yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> Jeffy, just because you steal money doesn't mean that he steals money. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm to the point now where I... I'm going to question anyone who wants to go into politics at this point. Right? Yeah, you really well, do. We're, have we're to have. the t- television comedian then. Uh, yeah, going to play ping pong. We haven't even mentioned the big news of the day. It's Seth Moulton Day. 
Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, the, the huge day, Seth Moulton Day, oh. as you know, of course, what? Sarah, I know you're a huge fan and supporter I mean, of Seth Moulton. Hypothetically, let's just wow. say that I'm oh, not. Oh, for the, for the listeners. viewers. Okay, right. okay. Uh, Seth Moulton is a congressman from Massachusetts who announced his run for president today. Um, and, uh, the Massachusetts Moultons? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh. You, she knows now. She's now Gosh, clicking now in. All right. Thank you. Um, now I know. It's a, and it's a fair point. Like, you have to be a unique individual <laughs> to think that in a field of 18 candidates, that you're the only one who needs to step in right now because all of them are not right good now. as good as you, and you're the only one that can take this country to the next level. You gotta Crazy. be, you gotta have the ego. Now Trump at least admits he has the ego to do yes. that. You know, no one else. Everyone's also like, I'm just serving the country. Well, Donald Trump was no Seth Moulton. What? Donald Trump was no Seth Moulton. No, hell, no, nobody's any okay. Seth Moulton except for Eric Swalwell. <laughs> Those two are the... <laughs> no, also uh, Beto or Robert Francis O'Rourke, who oh, said that true. he was sacrificing his poor children or, like, at home crying. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm doing it for everyone. <laughs> like, please don't make Daddy come back. The hand <laughs> gestures hurt. <laughs> All right. Uh, Friday's poll, what surprised you most about the Mueller report? 85% of you said nothing. 10% of you said all the corruption, 4% said Trump's vindication, and 1% said Comey's firing. That's an interesting, that's that an interesting poll. Yeah. 85% said nothing. So, they, so I mean, I guess every one of these incidents really had been reported yeah, yeah, So, I mean, and whatever, some extra additional detail maybe, but that's Right, it. and I feel like the additional details is something that we cover often in that, you know, you kind of bake that into the cost of... Yeah voting for Donald Trump. Like, you you know who he is, yeah. right? It's not really surprising. There was an interesting uh, take from the New York Times, though, who kind of basically said, like, hey, here's uh, seven takeaways from, from the Mueller report. Number seven was, imagine if this had all come out at once. Like, if you just read this report cold with no right. information. Like, A... I think it's true. Like, it would have been overwhelming. Like, if Absolutely. they found details of this meeting and you found about that and you found about the Moscow Tower and you found about him trying to fire Mueller and all these things all at the same time, it probably would have been overwhelming. Secondarily, it's, it's them admitting that if they had actually covered the story in a way that was responsible, it may have been more effective in what their goal was. Instead of just leaking out every detail that came about, so it kind of bored everybody by the end. Yeah, Yeah. if they would have just waited and, and waited for the report to come out and report on it at that time, I mean, I know, obviously their goal was to get Trump out. It may have worked a lot better if they had done it that way. I love the uh, the hottest books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. All three of the Mueller Report. Mueller Report. Really? Mueller Report. Yeah. We should just release that, Jeffy. Just put I a know. different cover on there. I know. Come on. Maybe wait. some of your pictures from your websites. Okay. Mix them in there. Wait, so people, wait, it's a book? Yeah, they yeah. just took the 448 pages and put it into a yeah, book. Just put it into a book. People, just random people. Yep. I don't know if it's just random people. No, you people, got uh, the Washington Post did one. Oh, uh, I was like, Dershowitz did out? one. Okay. And then uh, uh, this other report here, and they just did the re- put the report in. I mean, it was fast-tracked to the report. It's great. Huh. It's a great idea. Yeah, it really That's is. That's capitalism, baby. That uh, sure is. They talk which, about which the other Which they also group. hate. Yes. <laughs> they talk about, like, realize. the Warren Commission's book. Yeah. Uh, Star report with Clinton. The, the and 9-11 report is there. report, yeah. All right, today's poll, do you think the Democrats will try to impeach Trump over the Mueller report, or will they back off to not appear radical before 2020? Are you kidding? They want to look radical. They want to look radical. Well, that's a mistake. But, well, because let's, let's think about who's running in 2020 yep. and who is I, saying we should wait and not impeach him. I think they will look to Nancy Pelosi for protection. They'll all say they support it and then hope that Nancy draws a line and doesn't quite get yes. to that point. Which so I they think can, she will draw the line. I think I think she will try at least. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I, no way. I, it's a mistake for them to, to do that. So if Nancy can hold the line and take the heat uh, while yep. they say, come on, we need to be impeached, and she's like, no, 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 
It'll work perfectly. She's retiring anyway. Like, yeah. you know, like I, I was saying this, I was describing this uh, the other day as uh, when we were doing radio. I was like, they are, like, if someone tells you, and you'll relate to this, Jeffy, someone tells you you cannot eat this box of donuts. <laughs> but what you do is you buy the donuts, you smell the donuts, you lick the donuts, you take a nibble out of the donuts, you put your finger on the bottom and get all the glaze of, that's fallen off and you eat that. All of these things, the only thing you don't, you go all the way up in your mouth is around the donut and then you don't bite down. That's what they're going to want to try to do. They're going to try to get so close to this that they can get all the points for trying trying to impeach from the crazy leftists, but at the same time not actually doing it so that it turns into... It's amazing a that you knew that I would relate to that. Because <laughs> I feel like people do that. Do people do that? Oh you get gosh. all the way here? You have so much to learn. Oh, my God. I just smell. I like to smell. Like, if there's a box of cookies, I'm like... Yeah, but you can't delicious. smell it's almost like so I hate like, it. You're like Joe Biden with donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's you. Uh, like if the touch. viewers could make some uh, <laughs> some pictures, some uh, Photoshop pictures mm-hmm. with me and donuts, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. You don't want to ask the internet for that. What are you no, doing? Oh, my God. Uh, don't, don't call them hey. on. Yeah, but you don't know. You want the results are not going to be positive. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.